This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about Superman the movie. Yep. Uh, Spoiler alert, that's on my list. (laughs) And this came out in 1978, directed by Dick Donner. Starring... Dick Donner dislikes smoke. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Star... Screw you, Alex. <laughs> Starring he does, Marlon he does Brando, the... Gene Hackman, and Christopher Reeves. And uh, Margot Kidder. Margo, Marlon Brando kind of anchors this film. He does. Um, but before he was actually big enough to be an anchor. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, cheap low blow. Based on the characters created by Siegel and Schuster... And written by Mario Puzo. Really weird. Yeah. Uh, For those that don't know, Mario Puzo is also the author behind The Godfather. Yes. And and if you listen to the documentary or commentary on this thing, they pretty much threw his script away. And uh, Donner and... um, Oh, I forgot the other guy's name. Mankiewicz or something like that. They pretty much wrote the whole thing. Anyway, huh, I kind of want to read the who's the script now. I didn't know that. <laughs> did it include a giant spider? <laughs> <laughs> Look what they did! I had to send my boy to Earth. <laughs> was that in the script? I don't think so. Was <laughs> was my spaghetti? <laughs> Carl Zorro, where's my spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> They cut out the part where he chases Superman around with an orange in his mouth. (laughs) 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 Look what they've done to my boy from Krypton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, This is one of many adaptations, interpretations of the comic book character. Um, This is my favorite. Another spoiler. I'm, I'm going to say I'm really going to like this movie. But uh, let's get into it, though. We have to talk about the five things we hate about this movie or dislike. And um, I'll go first since this is my pick. And um, it was hard. Once again, like with Roger Rabbit the other week, it's hard finding problems with movies I really like. But this is not Same. a perfect film. Film. So there's a couple things. Um, nitpicking. There's a couple times where there's some terrible dubbing in this movie. <laughs> okay. So, Specifically, there's a scene where the engine goes out on on an airplane and Superman saves it. And the guy looks over his shoulder. Just, I forgot what he's, he looks over and he sees Superman carrying the plane. The guy goes, what's happening? I can't explain it. Just fly. Don't look. (laughs) Just fly. And it's so bad. It always, it stands out. So that's why I noticed it. Um, Nitpicking, but yeah, there's my number five. Uh, Scott, number five. Number five is Otis. You <gasps> like Otis? Yeah, the, the yeah, 
Like, again, quotable, the Mr. Luthor, but it's just so out of the realm of Superman, anything having to do with Superman. Uh, you, you can tell where perhaps Dick Donner and uh, Mankiewicz had their, their fingerprints there. Uh, I, I don't know. He's just kind of there for exposition, I guess. Like, he doesn't do anything except just kind of be a schmuck. I mean, and Ned Betty's okay doing the role, but yeah, I don't really like Otis. Otisburg? Otisburg? Then, then there's, there's the Otisburg joke, which almost makes up for his entire character, but not quite. <laughs> that, is, that is a classic. <laughs> that is a classic gag there, I admit. Yeah. I see what you're saying, and maybe if I didn't watch it as a kid for the very first time, that maybe... Because those are jokes right up my alley, so I, he was a cool character to me, but I don't know. It's a comic book. You need some stupid sidekicks for Lex Luthor. I don't know. Hmm. But I can see where you're coming from. All right, Alex, number five. Uh, my number five also, of course, very nitpicky, is that some of the effects didn't age well. It's not really a fault of the movie, but, you know, watching it now, it's kind of like, mm, it kind of takes me a little bit out of it, even though I love this movie very much. All right, well, which one? I know, it's, it's 19, 1978. Yeah, uh, but Star it's... Wars holds up. And Star Wars came out a year before. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because those effects happen to be with like models and spaceships and stuff, so that was a little bit more believable. Especially when they took out the the paper cutouts that the Tie Fighters were always inbound inside. <laughs> um, but with this one, like uh, when Christopher Reeves was filmed like flying around and stuff, and some of the environment shots behind him were like super super blurry it's like it then kind of yeah just little tiny things like that yeah i mean again being very nitpicky and yeah, it was most... style at the time but <laughs> yeah sorry uh yeah i mean star wars more for you you guys hear an echo no 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 all right i hear myself um that's terrible <laughs> uh <laughs> So anyway, like Star Wars is a little more forgiving because the backdrop is black space, right? Or the or yeah. brown tattooing, or this when he's flying through Metropolis. So yeah, you're right. It probably was a little harder. Um, for me, the one shot that really stands out is when he's a kid and he runs against the train. <laughs> that oh, looks really yeah. bad. That yeah, doesn't yeah, hold yeah. up. But yeah, they should have kept fun. it with that bag of potatoes being dragged by the truck. What? You know, that's how they did that effect of Superman running super fast but when it's a far far shot oh yeah the far shot okay yeah it was well it wasn't a sack of potatoes it was just a bag of you know something heavy to kick up the dust you know what you so, look like a big bag of potatoes <laughs> so so stop me if this is gonna ruin other lists other points in your list but uh i think this is like the only superman movie where they actually kind of capture the whole joy of him being able to fly um, hey, just wait, wait until we get to Arnold Likes, bro. Okay. Oh, we're talking about flying now, so I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, it does, definitely. We'll, we'll talk about that more, yeah. Okay. Um. All right, uh, so now it's my turn for number four. Um, now, this is the one thing that the new movies have over the old one is Krypton's pretty crappy. 
specifically like those floating faces and they're uh, at the beginning of the movie when they're <laughs> condemning Zod and the gang. Goes, Guilty. Yeah, yeah. In my I effects. never liked that. Yeah. Uh, you have to feel bad because Zod and the gang went to have on a very successful Motown career. <laughs> hey um, One of them plays in the NBA. <laughs> What's the real basketball player's name? Alex will tell us in the sports section later. Yes. Um, that's my number four. Scott, your number four? My number four is, and this is just general, all Superman. It's just how dumb everybody is as far as recognizing Clark Kent versus Superman. Right. And granted, this movie probably does the best job of making them different by Clark Kent versus Superman, but still. Like, Nobody ever puts two and two together. It's, uh... Yeah. And like, that's just a fundamental problem with Superman in general. But yeah, one of them. I agree. But that, I mean, again, that said, they do this, the, the Dick Donner ones do the, the best job of making them different. Yep. That will come later on in one of my lists. Yeah. Uh, Alex, number four. Uh, I didn't really like the Eve Teschmacher. I can, first okay. of all, I can, I can never. <laughs> fully understand the pronunciation that Luther's saying whenever he's she's yelling her name. All I hear is Miss I think it's Tessmacher, but yeah, I never knew either. Teshmacher, Tessmacher, something like that. But eh. That whole she had thing... a rock and rack though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not complaining about that, just her character in general. And she jumped in that pool to save Superman. Oh yeah. Yeah, I kinda didn't uh, didn't like that because Superman didn't save himself. I know he had a big thing of crypt- kryptonite all around his neck, but you know, well, I guess he talked her into it. So yeah, but still, that's kind of a weak point in the movie. He didn't use his superpower to save himself. He used his super charm mm. and studying Krypton good looks. Um, <laughs> this season, the was it the first episode or second episode of Supergirl. Uh, when Superman was on it, um, I, you said you watched season one, right, Alex? Yes. Uh, what's her face? Like the boss, uh, Allie McBeal. Wow. She, she has an assistant named Tessmacher, and she keeps yelling, Miss Tessmacher! So it was a oh, really? callback. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice that. Uh, so that Maybe was pretty because funny. she properly pronounced her name, and I was like, I wonder who this <laughs> Tessmacher is. <laughs> Well, it was only this season, so I don't know if you saw this, if you've seen this season or not yet. Um, okay. Um, my number three is, and this is one that I love now, but I hated as a kid, so I had to put it on here, is the intro graphics, and that they took too long. <laughs> like, being a kid, I mean, this is yeah, this is yeah. Star Wars, or the two movies that I, that I can, in my brain since I can remember... And just wanted to watch Superman, and it seemed like it took forever for the credits to go, all these words and letters to go by, and so I can finally see Superman. So, as a kid, I hated it. Now I love it because you get to listen to the score, but that's just something I remember always as a kid like, man, this is taking forever. <laughs> um, all right, Scott, number three. My number three, and this kind of goes back to Otis, it's just kind of what they did with Lex Luthor. Um, I just bunch of a schmuck he is in this. <laughs> uh, 
it, he's supposed to be this like super intelligent, calculating, uber powerful businessman, um, and he's kind of diabolical in the movie. But otherwise, he's just kind of this weirdo hanging out in the sewers. I don't know. I, I it never really worked for me. Um, I mean, Gene Hackman's good. Um, I I just like to see him be more formidable. I guess I I don't know. Wearing him in a giant green power suit. Suit? Maybe I wouldn't maybe go that far, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm not. It's not like I'm a huge Superman fan, and like upsets me that it's ruining the the purity of the the comics. But uh, yeah, it just for as awesome as Superman is, is like uh, Lex is equally as big of a schmuck. So I don't, I don't get that from him. I mean, he's the one who figures out kryptonite. You know, he's still super intelligent, but it's like he's just kind of hanging out in the sewers and like it's just, I don't know. It's the subway, not the sewers. Uh, but... Subway, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Whatever. Um, he's not a ninja turtle. For he's a ninja turtle, sorry. <laughs> he turns into Splinter later. Uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. It just never really worked for me. I mean, the fact that he hangs out with Otis and Tess Mocker maybe is a, uh, a sign that he's not that bright. Like, why would you have your <laughs> your go-to guys be so stupid? But, yeah, um, those people that can't, you know, they're too stupid to betray him. I guess maybe they have no will to take him over. Yeah. Um, By the way, I'm surprised they got Hackman to come back for a second movie. I just want to toss that out there. Well, there was he must have really liked. He must have really liked playing the role. Five bucks. No, they, <laughs> I think Hackman notoriously has been hard to work with. No, like, but they filmed the the two movies at the same time. That, did they? I didn't yeah, know and then okay. but they were oh, running yeah. short. Yeah, they were running short on money, and so they stopped filming the second one. They fired Donner, and they released the first one. And once it was a hit, they went back and used a different director, Lester, to do the second one to do the reshoots. And I don't even think Hackman's in any of those shoots. So everything with Hackman was shot with Donner. Okay, some of my facts are maybe wrong, but I definitely know they shot. Donner shot two in a row at the exact same time. Um, Dick Donner dislikes get... firing. <laughs> <laughs> although he doesn't get credit for it in the credits. And that's why if you look, there's this Dick Donner cut that people put together later, and which I have not mm. seen. That's crazy that they fired the guy and then it's like, oh, it made us a bajillion dollars. Like, I wonder if anybody got in trouble for that. I don't mean... <laughs> the, Probably uh, the same guy that gave the toy rights to... Like, whoever the studio... Produce head whatever the exact was that was like no let's get rid of Donner. Yeah, that I I don't know, but I know the people who financed and produced it are the ones who fired him. But um, anyway, um, Alex, you're number three, or do we already do that? Uh, no, my number three okay. is I didn't li- like baby suits. Baby what? Superman lifting up what? the car. That's yeah. awesome. No, yeah. it's stupid. He needs to get You're acclimated stupid. to Earth before he can use his powers. He's not just super strong all of a sudden. Yes, he is. No, yes, he, he is. is not. Yes, he is. solar the solar like rays, that. solar radiation. Yeah, I don't know. instantly I'm, I'm, powered him up. Nope, I'm a nerd stand on a nerd standpoint here. I'm taking a nerd stand on this. Nope, wouldn't happen. Yes, it would. On any oh, of it the wouldn't other... happen. <laughs> it wouldn't. <laughs> Any of the other Superman origin stories, he grows into his powers later on in life. Okay, like so he, he hits like super puberty. All right, so okay, exactly. 
puberty. Let's let's go mall rats here for a second, and uh, and say like at what point did he know? Was he like <laughs> was when he was like thirteen? Was he jerking off and he just blew a hole in the ceiling, and then he knew he had superpowers? Like at what point is it acceptable for you, Alex? Uh, he sprouted a super pube. Freaking small, nobody saw Smallville. Hello, while he was climbing rope, he saw his buddy like on all the X-ray vision, and it got freaked out. See, it always start. It doesn't start with super strength. It starts with his other senses first. Okay, what what happens the first time he goes to get his hair cut and the the scissors break on his hair? That like, goes. Do people along freak out, with, or like, how did that, that goes ha- along with? How uh, do they handle strength, that? The super strength and super durability that comes later. Right, but how do they explain that that the the hair couldn't be cut? Well, they just don't. That's why Tom Welling had those long locks in that show. In the show. Right, well, I'm gonna. Uh... Deny. I'm not going to allow evidence from <laughs> Smallville to be used in your uh, defense of Batman here, or Superman here. Sorry. <laughs> if you want to use the defense of Batman, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. I have not read all the origin stories of Superman because there are a lot of them. Uh, yes, hell, he doesn't even are. fly in the first versions of Superman, right? So yeah, he just leaves I... tall buildings in a single bound. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can't say <laughs> you're wrong, but I've the ones I've read some where he Super Baby does do that. So. Ugh, no, I don't like that. He's not Hercules for Pete's sake. I am Hercules. <laughs> no, he's not Remember? Hercules. He's fucking Superman. That's right. Boom. All right. My number two, um, I don't like the ending of the turning back time, circling oh. around the Earth. That's Anyways. my number one. I hate that so much. Also my number one. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, we could talk more about it when you guys talk about it. But yeah, I just it always was bad. Um, so dumb. Scott, your number two. Uh, my number two is the telepathic date. <laughs> oh, that's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't think I've, I, I, I'm having a hard time thinking of anything that pulled me out of a movie more than that random voiceover that she has when they're flying. Yeah. Like, and also he's like able no. to make her like fly, also sort of. Like yeah. it doesn't, doesn't like the whole scene is just weird. Yeah. And I get, I get like in the in the early comics, they basically gave Superman every power imaginable. Like he was also like a super scientist and shit. So, uh, but at this point, you know, in the late seventies, they kind of got past some of that stuff. So, Can yeah, you read my mind. Yeah, oh god, that's number one on my list. Super date, god, so bad. That should have made my list. <laughs> And you're right, her voiceover. And I didn't put Margot Kidder on here as a worst part because I don't think she's that bad. But some of the stuff she does is pretty, yeah. Uh, all right, they did it. They did it better than Hot Shots. <laughs> I don't remember they spooked this in Hot Shots. Yeah, they they, they have they're those... flying with the uh, Topper Harley. Is it the first movie or the second movie where they have the montage where they're going oh, through I all think... the movies? No, yeah, they... I think it's the second one. They do like yeah, Gone with the Wind. They like, do like Superman. Yeah. They do Lady and the Tramp. He, he, like, oh, a pigeon lands on his finger. And he goes, oh, look at this pigeon. Then it wouldn't like go of his hand. <laughs> yeah, he starts shaking his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, he looks, she looks over and he like puts it behind his back and smiles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that awesome. was good. Anyway. All right, Alex, your number two. My number two is that even as I was a kid, and this is like a cultural difference here. The baby Superman spaceship looked like a pinata. So, 
Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, no, I, did I, not, I did not like that thing. at all. Like around in a goddamn piñata. I uh, I have it's like, is no this more commentary about Mexicans coming to America, really? Whoa! <laughs> and then taking yeah, and then kid. taking all our Superman jobs. Yeah, I know. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> an illegal immigrant. He does land on a farm. So. It is. He is. Yeah, he is an illegal alien. <laughs> oh man, that's a good yep. one. I did not think of that, but yeah, that always bugged me. All right, um, my number one, I already mentioned it, uh, Super Date. Uh, it's awful. Um, <laughs> all right, your guys' is number one, which I think you guys already mentioned, but we can talk the more time, about it. The time travel. First of all, spinning the Earth back the other direction would destroy it, I'm pretty sure. The tectonic plates would not be able to take all that pressure. It should, it should look like, the, uh, like in Spaceballs when they suck all the trees off the planet. That's what would happen. Like, everything would fly off the fucking face of the earth. <laughs> yep. The atmosphere would go all fucking haywire. The ozone layer would be actually, actually, more likely it would be that the, the earth would just basically implode. Yes. So everything would be, everything would be pushed down. Yeah, so... <laughs> Second of all, just because I spin a basketball on my finger the other direction doesn't mean it's going back in time. Yeah. So, all right, here's my uh. nerd moment. I have heard... He's not... <laughs> turning the he's not changing the, the spin of earth he's just flying so fast that time is going back and they're no, rep- the, they're nah. representing that by showing that the world was is going back in time that's I what disagree. i've heard still and complete bullshit yes. yeah i agree it's someone trying to make sense of it because mm-hmm. your, only the your flash points are all valid fast. but yeah only the flash is that fast but anyways even if and he did go back in time those nukes are still in the air I guess yeah. there's another version of him chasing him down and some shit, but then he's saving Lois Lane in the car, and his past self doesn't catch up and sees himself getting Lois Lane out of the car. Flashpoint. So the, the yeah, flashpoint. The other problem yeah. with this is like you, <laughs> like before he was pretty much godlike. Now he literally is god. Like something bad happens and he can't get to it in time. Well, I guess we're going back in time again. Yep. Like oh, how how shitty would Superman be if he was only willing to do that for Lois? Like <laughs> anytime shitty. somebody like anytime he could do that to save somebody's life, he would have to do it. Like otherwise, he would just be a complete asshole. Like no, I don't feel like going back in time today. Like it's yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I just Lois think getting buried is yeah, <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> Lois getting buried, though. That is horrifying. Yeah, that was scary. There's a couple moments. I'll talk about it in other ones. But there's some scenes here that are they're pretty over-the-top, like, just terrifying. <laughs> um, but not as terrifying as Superman 3 when that one lady gets sucked into the machine. Oh, that always freaked me out. Oh, yep. All right, that's our worst list. Now let's talk about our favorite parts of oh, Superman. Dear. And... My number five is the theme song. Uh, I have this ah, right up there with Star Wars and John Williams' best scores. Ah. Star Wars wins by just because I like Star Wars more, but uh, this is the greatest. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's actually further down my list here. But yeah. And, and they played it at John Williams again, the concert we went to. Ah, so good. Uh, and that's one of the things that I wish... 
we've I've bad mouthed the new movies enough, but they should put this song in there somehow. It's a song of I mean, the soundtrack for Man of Steel actually isn't that bad. There's that hope yeah, music that's kind of okay, but yeah, this would I liked it. This would just make it that scene when he was flying or something or I mean, maybe they haven't used it because there's never been a moment that required it because he's just been a morose motherfucker <laughs> going back to the mall rats. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the theme is awesome. Did they Scott. did they use it for um, what you call it, Return of Super- Superman Returns? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah they did because I actually watched that uh, when Batman v Batman v Superman came out. It was on TV, and I, I haven't watched this in a while. Let me watch it, and it's bad. Oof. But they did have that theme song. All right, right. Scott, he did number five. smile. <laughs> he did. My my number five is the creation of the Fortress of Solitude. Uh, okay. Like, like not the greatest effect in hindsight now when he throws the stick way out in the middle there, but uh, yeah, him going through the whole learning process and the thing there, and it looks awesome. Like this this crystal cave uh, is a great set piece, classic set piece. It that's my number three. Because yeah, I love the inside of it and the whole. It was such a, an original idea, at least at the time when I saw it. Just controlling everything like a computer made out of crystals, and you have to touch each one in a certain manner and push it down a certain way and stuff to control everything. Awesome, crystal computer. Wait, say that again. The the he controls like the whole fortress of solitude and everything with just a series of crystals. Right, but he said he knew how to push him down in the right way. Because like when Lex gets there, he just figures it out. Well, he's <laughs> right? a super genius. Okay. Um, all right, Alex, number five. Uh, also the theme song. I love it. Okay, can't get it out of my head. All right, awesome. Um, all right, my number four is basically Christopher Reeve, just his portrayal of. Both characters, they are two totally different characters when he does it. Yes. Uh, Clark being probably the best, but they're both versions of him are awesome. Um, there were so many little integral moments that I wanted, to, but there was too many for my list, so I just decided to add him, his acting <laughs> moments. Uh, oh, oh, gee, Lois. Um, it's some nebbishy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he slouches. He's got his push his glasses or down on his nose and, ah. Ah, he's so good. Fuck you, Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, and he's best by we could. And actually, I think the actor they have now is not that bad. He has terrible direction. He's not as good as Chris Reeve, I don't think. But some of the other guys, like Dean Kane or yeah, Brandon Routh, like you mentioned, they were good, but not like him. Yeah, no, nobody can even touch him when it comes to to Clark Kent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Scott, number four. Number four, and <laughs> so so kind of like what you said, Jeff. It was like I, I kind of cheated and went on this twice, but uh, I, I did pick a particular Clark moment, which is uh, when he catches the bullet. Yeah. Uh, from the mugging, it's such a pitch perfect, like the fake out, and you know the of of Lois, and then that that kind of smirk he gets when nobody's looking anymore, and. Uh, you know, he's holding the bullet. Like that, that's the like the quintessential like Clark Kent or Superman disguising himself as Clark Kent right there. 
Yeah, it's awesome. And he goes, gee, Lois, you get shot over lipstick? Two <laughs> yeah. quarters or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, lucky guess. Yeah, he's so... And just that... that The way Donner shot that with that... Shot that with, like, the gun hand coming out of the alleyway. Hey, get in here! I don't know, just... <laughs> Alex, number four. My number four is uh, the cool intro credits that you hate so much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're awesome. I couldn't get enough of them. I didn't even feel like it took a long time. Um, fair enough. Like, I like them now. I just, as a kid, I remember not liking them. So. <laughs> it's good to Superman. When are they going <laughs> to yeah. get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the intro credits are awesome. Hats off to the uh, animation crew over there. Yeah, and that wasn't like done in computers or anything, I wouldn't think. So, Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Um... All right, my number three, and this, it's even better based on the new crap Man of Steel movies, is the scene with his dad. There's two scenes, basically. I'm combining them with his uh, Pa Kent. One is he's talking about how he could beat them on the football field. And he's like, yeah, son, but I don't know why you're here, but I know it's not to score touchdowns. (laughs) Just the real, giving him his, you know, that's why he's an American. He's an alien, but he's an American because his father's teaching him. Small. And then... (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then when his dad has the heart attack and he can't save him and that's the one thing that superman can't save you know if you're fucking a tornado's gonna hit you superman <laughs> can fucking save you but if you're having a heart attack uh, he can't yep. save it there's something he has to learn that lesson right there's some things that he can't save and that's just and he probably feels guilty because he erased him you know i'll race you pop and that's when it happens and uh oh, so good he's the you know it's the being human. Yeah. So, fuck you, Kevin Costner. Well, not you, <laughs> I don't but... think that was his fault. I know, Zack Snyder again. Hey, he told him to drown that bus full of kids. <laughs> yeah. The next time that happens, you let them drown, goddamn. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, I, I will sit here and rant that movie not nonstop. But, um, uh, uh, Scott, number three? Uh, my number three is the the first big Superman in New York moment. Uh, he saves when he saves Lois with the helicopter, and <laughs> you know he f- flies up and catches her. The I really like the lion, like I've got you, and she says, "But who's got you?" Uh, and then he just like casually reaches out and grabs the helicopter. <laughs> I, I yeah, I really dug that scene. And again, the music's yeah, I- there, so yeah. That whole scene. So that's number two on my list. And him coming out of work and looking up. Everyone's looking. He kind of sees it. And that's the first time he runs toward the camera. And yeah, yeah. Opens his shirt. And, and that's when the, the the dude on the street. Whoa, man. That's a bad <laughs> outfit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. uh, I, I was just watching that before we started recording. And I'm like, <laughs> is this racist? Like, I can't. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's. I think he was just as a pimp too, or something. Yeah. It was bad. Well, I don't know. It was well. It was still the '70s, so who knows? But <laughs> who yeah. knows? Yeah, uh, but... pimp or '70s? That should be yeah. a. a <laughs> I, it was. It was probably like credited as like excited black guy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, was, uh... um, yeah, but and as I was mentioning earlier, like scary scenes when she's screaming and hanging on to the helicopter, it's. I don't know how to describe it. It feels like all of a sudden you're watching a real like suspense horror movie, not a comic book movie. Like she, you really think she's gonna die? Um, I mean, not really, but the way it's filmed, I don't know how to describe it. Um, 
but yeah, and then the whole thing where he sets her down and he, you know, he does his, you know, I hope this doesn't put you off flying. Statistically speaking, it's still the safest way to travel. <laughs> yeah, the ulti- the ultimate uh, good good like Boy Scout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, they redid that on Superman Returns. Brandon Ralph says that when he saves the airplane, and then this year on Supergirl, Superman saves somebody and he says the exact same thing. <laughs> so I cool. love those little callbacks because that's what Superman would do. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Alex, number three? Uh, my number three is just uh, flight and all the the effects that it did for, for just the person being able to fly. That whole illusion always takes me back when I was a kid and then seeing it for the first time. It's did you believe a man could fly? I did. I wasn't stupid enough to go to the roof of my house with a cape. <laughs> Did you believe the boy who could fly? God, that movie. <laughs> what was that TV show where a kid could kind of hover, but he needed two paint cans to actually? Oh, that was fly? that was uh, my secret. Jerry, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking show. Oh man! <laughs> believe it or not, no, that's a different show. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, just flight and like how. In in this movie, he never got over how cool it is to fly, and he always loved it. So, yeah, yeah like kind of like I was saying in the the list. Like, yeah, the joy of flight. Yeah, they actually make it seem like he actually likes flying, and it's fucking super cool that he can fly. Not like, okay, let's let's see what kind of cool effects we can throw in there with him flying. It was just let's let's show like how you know how fun it would actually be. And, uh, you know what I like is that when he flies, there's not like um, a sonic boom or road destruction every time he takes off. Like there is <laughs> yeah, that's true. Steel. Yeah, that yeah. is true. Not yeah. every single time he I mean, destroys I guess, the yeah. yeah. I guess like scientific, like realistically, yeah, something like that would happen. But yeah, it's Superman. Like yeah, yeah. Like that one scene where he saves the gets the cat out of the tree, and he just flies away from the little girl, and it just, he just. You know, just really soft and quiet. And that's when the girl gets a beating for lying to her yeah. parents. Who <laughs> are supposedly mommy. lying. I'm flying, man. Save the cat out of the bag. What did I tell you about telling stories? <laughs> Bam! <laughs> oh, God. It was the 70s. You could slap your kid. Yeah. All right. Um... Back then, that was an actual treatment for uh, uh, ADD. <laughs> uh, my... Listen. My number two, I already mentioned, that was Superman saving Lois. So, Scott, your number two. Uh, my number two is the the score, the music. Um, okay. it, it you know it weaves its way in through so many different parts of the the movie that make it me- memorable. And starting with the credits, just we in the scene where he changes, um, and then just throughout it, like it always seems to like sync up perfectly at those moments when he's like changing into Superman or. The, the moment he's rescuing somebody, and it's just, in and of itself, is a great score. It is. And like, if you listen to Dick Donner on his thing, he said, and he's right. When he, first time he heard the, you know, John Williams played it for him, it sounds like it's saying Superman. Like, the lyrics, <laughs> da, 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 it sounds like, yeah, oh, it's so good. Da, 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 Superman. Yeah. And then, and then, again, this goes back to uh, the, the latest Superman's just being so dour. Like it's such like a bombastic kind of uplifting score, you know. Yeah. Again, it's, it's about the joy of Superman, not the the dark side of Superman. Yeah. 
Because right. it's fucking Batman. Yeah. I mean, wait, did Zack Snyder actually know what movie he was making? Uh, yeah. Although I would say... Um, it's like, no, Bat- we're going to make a Superman movie. Batman, gotcha. Danny Elfman's Batman mu- music is more uplifting than the Zack Snyder <laughs> That's Superman true. music. It does... <laughs> And it, it fits so well because it's such a dark score, but you still feel uplifted. It's like, wow, this dark guardian angel is over here protecting the good guys and scaring the shit out of bad guys. Yeah. And like I said, the Man of Steel soundtrack's not that bad. Of all the super new superhero movies that we're getting, it's up there. Because that's not saying much because a lot of them are bad, but um, there are some songs that I like, but nothing no, compares not. to yeah. John Williams. They're just not memorable, really, because I right. can't tell you what the Avengers sound like or captain america um i i actually could but yeah they they don't they're not on the same level i actually really like the avengers main theme but uh all right hum it right now oh yeah okay never mind about the avengers you got it (laughs) yeah i couldn't have done that so good Um, all right, uh, my number one is kind of a combination of everything we've been saying. It's the very end of the movie, and I know I've mentioned this before. It's when Superman is flying out of the atmosphere, and he banks, and he turns to the camera and smiles. Oh, as a kid, that, I swear to God, Superman was smiling at me. <laughs> it was the greatest it, feeling did, ever did it wake, the movie. Did it awaken some weird feelings and you didn't know how to explain? No, I was like five years old. So okay. I, no, it was just... Okay. Uh, Superman was smiling at me. I knew that he was always there, just like Santa Claus. And uh, and it has, because it has the music, it's got him being happy, it's him flying, all these things that we've been talking about. Love it. He flies right by the camera, and then he looks down and smiles. So good. Thanks, Superman. <laughs> Superman! All right. Number one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my number one is when we've been talking about this throughout different bullet points here, but uh, just Clark Kent, just Christopher Reeve being Clark Kent. Uh, it's just uh, a blast to watch him. Like, oh, Lois, I just <laughs> just completely change gears, and you know, and and as was belabored at the end of uh, Kill Bill Part Two. Unlike most superheroes, it's Clark Kent that's the disguise, not Superman. So he has to put a little extra effort into it. Yeah, it's, it's he's great. Slouches, but he has to X-ray through those thick glasses that his dad gave him. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. those are in the in the comic book. That's what happens. I don't know where he got these glasses. And uh, and Superman Two is actually the best. Uh, moment of that is when Lois finds out and he burns his hand or whatever, doesn't burn his hand and him just, oh, he's like stuttering and finally just straightens up and just, you can see the transformation happen right like the, the little curly curl in his hair just pops out by itself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah really good. All right, Alex, number one. My number one is the whole scene where he's chasing the nukes. That was pretty okay. awesome. It was very tense. And I like that he kept this promise to Miss Blah 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 Blah. Said she's got to save my mom because she lives over in Iron Buffalo or whatever her trailer park was. And, uh, <laughs> has to go chase after that nuke first and send it off into outer space. 
before, you know. And you see him, he's Superman, but he, he's still fallible because he can't go after two nukes. So, one hits, and then he has to BS his way out of it. I think he could, because if he could circle the Earth in um, <laughs> 20 times a second, he could probably have saved both nukes, but, you know, whatever. What, I like I would... the scene when uh, he completes the train track. Is oh, that that's... from this one? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. He just puts his hand up. Yeah. So cool. All right. Good list. Uh, did we miss anything? Any honorable mentions or anything? Um, I think we covered the majority of things. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say the, the pimp that's his bad outfit. We covered that. <laughs> the, the title credits. Yeah, I was sucker for was that. It, was it in this movie where he goes to a phone booth, but it's only one of those half dealies, so he can't go in? Or is that in Superman 2? Oh, I, I think it's this one. Because he ends up going into the revolving door, right? Yeah. yeah so I think oh, it's yeah, and that's when, he, that's when the dude says that's a bad outfit. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had two honorable mentions. One was a super baby holding the car. So mm. screw you, Alex. <laughs> and uh, when he when he punts the football. I always like that. Yeah, I was just reading some trivia about that. I don't know. Have you ever read about that, Jeff? No. They they literally used a cannon to shoot the football. It was like built into the ground. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's cool. All Practical right. effects. Uh, I call for a bio beer break. Yeah, me too. And we're back. All right, we're done with our best and worst. Now we're going to do our crossover topic, which it's not a huge crossover this time, but it's basically our favorite Superman moments, whether it's from the movies, the TV shows, the comic books, the video games, whatever. Any kind of form of the creator Superman has taken, we are going to talk about it. So our favorite ones. So for me... Oh, shit, I didn't rank this list. Um, Everybody <laughs> believe Superman say yeah. <laughs> oh crap I was right in the middle so um, is I'm going to combine two here I mean, is that Superman the, uh, least... red and Superman blue no oh. uh, yeah it's him flicking peanuts at the glasses in Superman 3 no uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's... I mean from an FX a special effects standpoint it is a great scene but <laughs> anyways <laughs> Yeah, I like how evil Superman has like a dark, is a dirty costume and a and beard stubble. That's evil Superman. Um, so it's Batman fighting uh, Superman in both Dark Knight Returns and Batman v Superman the movie. And there's and Batman v Superman, just the one scene where he's got the car, uh, kryptonite in his lungs and Batman's beating the shit out of him, and you can tell that like, each punch. Is doing damage, and all of a sudden it stops doing damage. And that last punch, it hits him square on the jaw, and just Superman just smiles, and the look on Batman's face, like, oh fuck. <laughs> so that moment, and then in the comic slash the cartoon, because from both, the way they portray Superman is in that fight. It's just so much better than it was in the movie, where you know, Bruce, I don't want to hurt you, don't. And he's not. It's like a big brother fighting a little brother, like just. Taking the punches, but the stuff that he does to combat Batman. And then in the end, 
he does go down like a chump because Batman kicks his ass like Batman would. But I do like the way <laughs> Superman acted in that. And just, you know, not really wanting to fight him. And I think if he really did want to fight him, then I would think Batman would be a bloody pulp. But that's going to start a whole fight on the in the nerd nerdosphere, so I won't even go down that road. I, I did, did like in the, the comic slash animation where afterwards Batman says, like, I want you to remember that that I did this to you. <laughs> oh, that's a classic yeah. line, yeah. Because you could yeah. tell this is this is my number two, by the way. But you could tell that Batman wasn't in this for the win. He was in there to send a message. Because he knew he kind of knew he wasn't gonna win. Wait, wait, wait! Now I'm confused. You're talking about a Batman moment, not a Superman moment. Yeah, it was both. They were fighting each other. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess my thing was that Superman wasn't trying this fullest, and I like that that he wasn't. Right. Okay. And that that was mostly how Bruce beat him. Cuz he knew Superman wouldn't murder him. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, yeah exactly. The, he was my, he knew his mind. The boy yeah. Um yeah, so that's my number 5. Uh Scott. Number 5 is uh just the interaction with General Zod, the <laughs> spawning the Neo before Zod line and uh I don't know. Like, I don't have a specific moment when he's dealing with Zod, but uh, I love what Terrence Stamp did there with that character and the interaction there between the two of them. Just Superman being the more like more than any of the other Superman movies. Superman puts on the white hat, I and mean, even the villains are all dressed in black. Like, <laughs> like it was the a clear nifty uh, prison garb yeah. for the Phantom Zone. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like the the super clear cut. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. Like even just from visual cues. Yeah. They all had slick back hair. Yeah. <laughs> One had a goatee. Yeah. All right. I, I have a little more to say on this later too. So I, it's a good good pick. Good pick. Okay. Alex, number five. Uh, I'm gonna cheat a little bit because it's a whole it's a one off comic book from uh it, it's a bit of an alternate origin story to superman it's called birthright and it's just one comic book but it's amazing and it tells more of a story about right before he became superman and he's off in africa trying to you know do some good over there and whatnot without his superman persona and uh he he gets caught like in the middle of one of those uh, conflicts in between you know african nations and stuff and he kind of has to like, yeah, well, I'm not, you know, human and blah, 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 this and that. So it's his whole journey, like a, a transition from being just a normal, coming to terms with being a, a superpowered alien and why he should actually help out Earthlings. So that whole story I really resonated with, and it's really good. You guys should read it. If you okay. haven't already. No, I haven't read it, so I can't really comment on it, but it sounds interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. Cool. All right. Uh, my number four is um, when he, at the end of Superman 2, when he goes back and gets his comeuppance on the bully at the bar. That's <laughs> a Clark Kent moment, but whatever. Oh, Superman think... kicked the bully in the bar and all the kid. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's all, that's funny. I've never seen garbage eat garbage before. Punches. <laughs> <laughs> Clark in the stomach and hurts his hand and then he spins the chair and he goes, oh, this one's to go and he pushes his glasses up and just shoves the guy into the pinball machine. 
Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> so I'm surprised, like, how much Clark sucks at fighting, by the way. Like, when he's depowered. <laughs> you think he would have, well, like, picked up a few it. skills. Like, yeah. You don't have to pick up skills when you're a god. Right? Like, no, so, yeah, he's no he's no martial artist, I'll tell you that. He's pretty, he's pretty good at fighting, though. He doesn't have to block punches to the face. He just takes them <laughs> and does whatever he needs to do. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but as Superman, he's kind of always holding back. So maybe that kind of just out of uh, what's it, muscle memory or anything, when he's a normal human, he was also holding back. So that way, that's why it was extra weak. Maybe. Anyway, just saying. Just saying. He, he wasn't weak at the end, and he kicked his butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good thing he held back, or else he'd be just a stain on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, he really didn't <laughs> throw a punch. He just took a punch and then spun him in his chair and just slid him down the counter. Maybe the last part was a little going a little bit too much, but nah, the guy deserved it. He was a jerk. He's, he's been working out. <laughs> um, all right. Scott, number four? Number four is actually from the Superman Returns. The uh, When he blocks the bullet with his eyeball. Oh, he creeps on her in the window? <laughs> oh, that, was awesome. that was cool, too. Or about how he abandons <laughs> his, his, his kid until he's like seven or eight years old. So wait a minute. That means he didn't blow sperm out of, the, out of her back. I know. Or, rocket or whatever Brody says. I know. Because well, he was holding back. He, he had control of it. At that point, he'd practice. Okay. Yeah. Probably had a kryptonite cock ring. I don't think it works that way, but yeah. <laughs> what? Um, yes, he, he blocks. They learn how to use those muscles. I don't know. Yeah. Kryptonians might have different stuff, different jumps down there. You don't <laughs> you know. Do the, you do the, uh, Kegel exercises for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to just hold it back. Um, but yeah, the uh, as Superman like wouldn't even blink. He would get shot in the eyeball, and he wouldn't blink. That's how much of a Superman he is. I have a, a side story to this. We went to uh, a couple of us went to see Jay Moore over at the Improv, and uh, he was saying this bit about how he was watching this movie and he's watching all these amazing things Superman do. And as soon as that bullet hit his eyeball, the guy like two rows in front of him goes, "No fucking way." <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Jude Lang. So, uh, yeah, everything was impossible except a bullet in the eyeball. There's no fucking way Superman would do that. <laughs> that was the only unrealistic thing in that movie for Stranger in the Theater. <laughs> Funny. Uh, so it always that uh, that scene always makes me laugh. Thank you, Jay Moore, if you're listening, which you probably are. We're a big podcast. <laughs> He's a yeah. That's a good scene. <laughs> bullet to the eyeball. All right, uh, it's my turn, number three. No, I haven't done uh, my number four. Oh, I thought that was yours. Okay, never mind. Number Alex, number three. Number four. My number four? <laughs> number four. All right, Jesus. Is uh, I actually went back and saw some of the black and white George Reed Supermans. <laughs> and I was like, oh, these are so so quaint, so 50s. I love them. 50, 50s buff? Yeah, he was 50s, but just sucking in that gut. <laughs> And he shows up in his whole Superman regalia, and this teenage kid is like, oh, if you're really Superman, 
go ahead and melt this <laughs> melt this horseshoe that I have on this tray for some reason. <laughs> he had some of this tray, and he was like, "All right, well, I'll prove that I'm Superman." And it just cuts to a scene where uh, it's kind of like you know binocular vision to show that he's using his heat vision on this thing close up, and <laughs> it's like pretty much like a plastic horseshoe that's melting. <laughs> It's just all those 50 effects just kill me. It's like, Superman, what? <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> so those people forget that uh, uh, Ben Affleck played Superman and Batman now. Yeah, Hollywood. Hollywood Lion. Yep. I actually saw Hollywood Lion. That was a really good movie. Yeah, that's pretty good. And Daredevil. And <laughs> I don't think anybody forgets that one <laughs> as much as they might want to. <laughs> yeah. But Brody and Affleck, yeah. man. They should do another movie together. Anyways. Yeah, I haven't watched yeah. any of the George Reeves Superman 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 shows in a long time. But as a kid I loved them. I didn't know the difference and I thought they were cool. They were cool. Clark Kent but goes into <laughs> Clark Kent, quote unquote, goes into a closet and these gangsters are like, He's in there. Oh yeah? Clang, clang, clang. Not anymore. Then Superman pops out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, oh, gee, Clark, how'd you make it out of there? Well, Superman flew in and saved me at the last second. <laughs> oh, so good. Not to mention yeah. when George Reeve guest starred on I Love Lucy. Forget about that. That was a dream right, cut true. Oh, come on. What about him, like, jumping on the trampoline before he jumped out the window? And then the <laughs> the sound effect of the wind. <laughs> All right, um, now can do number three, right? Yeah. Um, uh, this is Superman versus Doomsday in the comics, and mainly because this is one of the few comics I actually read as a kid. So that whole Death of Superman storyline um, and him this epic battle with it's Doomsday at the end. Three. Yeah, um, and like I said, I didn't read hardly hardly any comics as a kid, so this one sticks out um i want to go back and read them but i don't even know where my comic books are but uh yeah superman he dies spoiler alert yeah it's in the name this is my number one yeah they both knock and they both basically kill each other with one final punch yeah. the, <laughs> they punch each other so so yeah it's my number two uh death of superman so like you're saying that it's it's crazy throughout so Superman's fighting Doomsday, and he's not, like, doing damage to him. And he finally realizes the way to beat him is just to hit him harder. <laughs> like, like that's, that's basically it. Like, he has to hit him hard enough that, like, it actually gets through. So, I mean, Superman has two, like, finishing moves. It's lift something or punch him hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, well, and, there's, and then there's the third one, which is the leg splash. <laughs> You're confusing Superman with Hulk. Oh, uh, damn it! <laughs> yeah, He's, his third one is I actually the Shattered Dreams. <laughs> That's Goldust. You're confusing him with. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's awesome. And then they came up with that bullshit. Expl- oh, Doomsday can only be killed by one thing once, and then he comes back to life, and he can't be killed by that again. I was like, what? Oh, really? He came back to life, too? Oh, yeah. 
But he came back uh, smarter, and he wasn't that bad anymore the next time. But that just meant that <laughs> Superman couldn't beat him to death anymore. Like, he couldn't be beaten to death anymore. It's like, what? It was really That's kind of like in uh, Arkham City when you fight uh, Mr. Freeze, and you can't do the same move on him twice. Uh, there it is. Sorry, so I just, throw... I've been replaying that. So <laughs> you can't you can't throw chicken soup at his helmet anymore. <laughs> no, no that... chicken soup. <laughs> That's a callback to the, that happened in the animated series. That's how we beat him the first time. Oh, <laughs> I laughed. Okay, okay then. <laughs> Scott, number three. Uh, my number three is the uh, is evil soups. <laughs> I goateed. Stubbly soups, probably not from the for the movies, but uh, generally more in, in any of the animations when they they do the crossovers. Uh, just like he, you know, all the crazy shit he does when he's evil because he doesn't have to hold back anymore. Like, or he'll like lobotomize people using his heat vision, which is pretty, oh, yeah. which is pretty fucked up. It was in the animated series, yeah, um, yeah. just like hold dominion over is the known universe basically because he's unkillable. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of fun to see Superman like not have to hold back <laughs> and flicking peanuts at glasses and beer bottles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they did a scene a scene of that in Supergirl last year, but I didn't I didn't see that season, so I don't know. But that's pretty cool. Alex, number three. Number three is the Black Mercy episode from the animated from the Justice League series. It was intense. So uh, there's this super, super-powered alien called Mongol, and he's kind of a tyrant. And he gets this alien flower called the Black Mercy, and it makes you hallucinate, like, the the best uh, scenario for yourself. So Superman is in this fantasy world where he Krypton never blows up, and he has a family there, and Lois is there, and they have a son. And what he has to do, he has to actually shatter that perfect world of his in order to come back to the real world and he tears off the flower because it attaches to your chest and then takes over your mind. <laughs> he shatters it and then he beats this Mongol almost to death. He had to be held back by uh, Wonder Woman and I think Batman. Green Lantern. It was Batman. Was and Batman? Yeah, that was a good episode. But Jeebus. Is- yeah, it's- <laughs> Superman, yeah, Superman was like so angry that he almost murdered a yeah, yeah. He was... He was really effed up, even for a, a kid's cartoon show. Oh, man. Teeth, his teeth were flying everywhere. Oh, it was awesome. It was like Check Edward it out. Norton beating uh, Joker <laughs> yeah. in the Fight Club. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to destroy something beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Um, my number two now is... We already talked about it. A scene where Superman saves Lois and Superman the movie. So, love it. We've already talked about it enough. But that's my number two. There it is. Uh, Scott? Uh, again, my number two was Death of Superman. It was an intense read as a kid. And like you, I didn't read many comics, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex, number two. Number two was the way Superman was portrayed in Superman versus Batman in the comic book. I like that. Like, uh, okay. he turned pretty much just President Reagan's lapdog. Well. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I have actually an honorable mention that kind of goes with this. 
the scene, uh, I don't remember this happening in the comic. I think it's like one or two panels, but in the cartoon, when he goes and fucks up Russia's naval fleet, that is oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like cuts an aircraft carrier in two with this laser vision and just, ah, he's picking up subs, smashing airplanes. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the US, US dominated the Cold War. Yeah. <laughs> I like in the comic book. After that scene, I think it was Russia that launched a nuke against Superman, and they actually made it so that he could suck solar power out of plants and everything to regain his strength. Did yeah, that that's happened in the animated series? In the, yeah. or in the cartoon? Yeah. yeah. Or they launched it at the U.S., so he intercepts it, uh, right. throws it into the sun, but he gets hit with it too or whatever, and then, yeah, he turns all, gets all withery or whatever, and... I get in the show. You really don't know what's going on. He he like grabs some flowers, and the flowers die, and he starts coming back to life. But if you read the comics, you knew that's what he was doing. What you said, yeah, because he's got like so, his yeah. inner monologue, which is really cool. Right. All right, cool. Yeah. And then, um, um, my number one is where's my list? Oh, his entire battle with the uh, other Kryptonians and Superman too. Zod and yeah, the Superman chick. Just <laughs> the entire battle, um, and the scene the where like, rap, the Saran wrap S shield. <laughs> yeah. All right, minus that part. <laughs> <laughs> or his like Total Recall cloning watch that he has on for some reason that he can clone himself all over. Yeah. Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, crystals uh, they refract the light. But uh, but like I said even going back to the fight when they're in the city, where like. He's not, they're just trying to take out the people because he knows that's his weakness and he's doing whatever he can to protect them and then you know kept saying but the people and that's why he leaves to save the people unlike fucking Zack Snyder and Man of Steel I'm gonna say it again why are you <sighs> demolishing these buildings on top of people for the people <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then uh, I always liked at the very end when Neil before Zod and then he crashes his hand and the music picks up Superman gives him that little smirk and just... I think he kills Zod. <laughs> to be fair, I think he just throws him down yeah, to some him, throw him down that pit. Crevice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, really Zack Snyder wasn't the first time to have Superman <laughs> kill Zod. <laughs> yeah. And then Lois Lane kills the other chick. That's right. She's a real pain in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the basketball player just commits suicide by jumping into the, into the crack. <laughs> Get this week so <laughs> and then uh, Lex Luthor tries to talk his way out of it. I was on your side the whole time, Soup. <laughs> Not this time, Luthor. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh man. All right, that's my number one, uh, Scott. My number one is, uh, and this goes back to Justice League Unlimited, like Alex was kind of talking about. The yeah. I think it was like the last episode, so. Superman's most powerful enemy, maybe not his biggest enemy, which is Lex Luthor, uh, but his most powerful has always been Darkseid. Um, yeah. So Darkseid basically invades Earth, and uh, Superman, uh, basically just him and Darkseid going toe-to-toe, and Superman finally is like, it's fucking on, and he, and he tells him, like, every other time, every other fight I've ever been in, I've always had to hold back. Not this time. And he just fucking beats his ass, and it's awesome. 
<laughs> it was just cool, like that rev- that kind of revelation that like all these other like what was it uh, like forty eight episodes or I don't know how many episodes were in each season, but anytime you saw Superman fight anybody, he was always holding back at least a little bit, but but not now. He's gonna give Darkseid like everything he's got. It's pretty rad. Yeah. I always like that idea that okay, what what happens when you actually do put Superman into his limits? So. Push it to the yeah, you kind of get that with the his fight versus Darkseid. Oh, so cool. Yeah, I always heard that Darkseid's like the new gods, right? Is that there's like this run like uh, I could be I I don't know I don't make fun about the comics so yeah. Okay, it was like Jack Kirby thing called the new gods were Darkseid, and that's pretty much like a lot of Star Wars stuff, like the Force and Dark, the Darkseid. Darkseid, Darkseid. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like it's I've like want to go back and read it. It's like Goofy. His name's like D A R K C E I D or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's. I think it's still an S, but it's S I E D. Yeah. Side. Side. Dark side. Yeah, it dark was a side. typo. <laughs> More phonetic. Yeah, we're yeah. a typo. Yeah. Hey, that side is dark side, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's a good name. All right, Alex, number one. Uh, Death of Soups. Up until that point, okay. I've been like a hardcore Marvel kid. I got into like when they rebooted the X Men and they had X Men number one in the nineties, and I loved it. And then I was like, Death of Superman? That's impossible! And I did the whole collection series and the one and then all the the Reign of the Superman afterwards, which I thought was pretty awesome. So I like the well, whole series. Wasn't the next series a funeral for a friend? Right. Yeah, the next comic book was Funeral for a Friend, and that's when the other Superman started popping up. Like, the okay. current Superboy, Connor, or maybe not current anymore, but that was the clone that they did from one of Superman's hairs. Yeah. He turned no. into a new... <laughs> he was... <laughs> that guy was really fucking 90s, with the dark sunglasses that were perfect circles and a leather jacket. Yeah. I, I do remember <laughs> in that the Jeez, the, the panel... Where they're carrying his coffin, they actually had like Marvel characters. Wow! I think like Wolverine was like one of them. I, I want to say that I. Interesting. I I hope I'm not I misremembering that. So. I think you are. Nah, I don't know. They might have done that for like an art, like project type of thing, it was like to show respect or something. But I, I don't think that happened in the comic book. <laughs> Well, I know there was an SNL skit of the death of Superman, and Chris Farley played the Hulk at his wake. <laughs> and, just... <laughs> and, like, it was hilarious. And, like, the Flash went up there, and he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, my skill is I run fast, but he runs just as fast, and he can do a bunch of other things. And it was pretty funny, SNL. And I know he doesn't run as fast as the Flash. Guys, don't yell at me. But it was funny on SNL. Boy, he doesn't. <laughs> All right, that's it. I watched well, one honorable mention I wanted to say. We had to mention Lois and Clark, the TV show. I love that show when it was on. Yeah, Terry. I probably wouldn't like it now. Terry Hatcher, all time crush. The nineties. Yes, there. she was, she was definitely the main they're reason real, I started watching it. But and they're spectacular. <laughs> There's one scene where uh, his dad is at the the gym and he's kind of getting bullied or something like that. They're making fun of him. And so when he starts doing the bench press or whatever, one of those weight 
machines and then Clark's over there just like pushing down the weights with his finger on the other side and like he's lifted 500 pounds or whatever I always like those subtle things where Superman's being strong and that people don't really know what's going on so, yeah I don't know those, I always like those little things uh, I think Batman v Superman or Man of Steel had it where they were picking on Clark and he's like crushing the pole and you see it when he leaves a big handprint in it and stuff. I like little things like that yeah. All right. Uh, that wraps up Superman. Obviously, we've been talking a long time on this one, so we like it. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else you guys want to mention before we leave? Oh, yeah. Before we move on, uh, da- listener Daniel actually gave us his top five list for his best moments in those. Uh, All right. All right. So, number five, number five, he has the, uh, in the first Superman where he catches Lois Lane in the helicopter. Okay. Good call. He says, spoiler alert, finally decides to return to action. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's in number four. In Kingdom Come, the comic book uh, short story or series and stuff, which is really awesome. It's kind of like uh, Civil War. DC did it first. But, uh, yeah, in uh, Kingdom Come, when he says, spoiler alert, <laughs> Superman gets gets into the fight, finally decides to return to action, which is pretty nice. Uh, number three in the comics, when he's fighting Doomsday, who already cleaned house with the Justice League, he did. He, he yeah, he does. Doomsday, yeah, he, he murders several members of the Justice League, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Buildings collapse and everything, so it's, it's the Man of Steel fight, <laughs> but with Doomsday, because he has no regard for human life. And uh, yeah, it was pretty epic. Uh, his number right. two is. It, it's a bit of nostalgia for Daniel, he says. It's Uncle Collected Comics and had one with a cover of Superman getting a haircut. Only the sister, scissors kept breaking. Soups just laughs at the barber and encourages him to find another pair. <laughs> Maybe they'll work. <laughs> Dick move, Superman. Dick move. Yeah, what an asshole. It's like, these scissors cost a lot of money. They're super sharp, too. And his number one moment was... In Superman 2, when he falls into the fire and Lewis freaks out. Yeah, that's what Jeff was talking about. He demands to see his hand with no injury, and then Clark knows his jig is up, and he just straightens up, and he trans- his character literally transformed from Clark to Superman. That is good. Awesome. Yeah. Good, good job, list, Daniel. Daniel. Thank you for finally chiming thank, in after all these thank, years. You thank, thank you, friend Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, what I meant to say. Thank you, friend Daniel. So wait, I just thought of this. Could Superman drown? Um, yes, but it would take a long-ass time. Okay. Because I don't see how the sun helps him, his lung capacity. No, he can't hold his breath for a long, long time. But I think he can drown. Because I think when all the times he's up in outer space, I think he, I don't think he's breathing. I think he's just holding his breath. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. He goes into space. <laughs> I know, like in the animation, he actually has a suit. Like, uh, yeah, like he helmet. usually has like a suit and a breathing yeah. mask on, or something yeah. like that. Just you know, for shits. I don't think he needs a suit, but maybe it's like, hey, it makes everybody feel more comfortable. Yeah. So I was going to say, why doesn't Lex or somebody get get him in a vacuum, but he'll just bust out of it? I guess. Probably. So. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably have a, a month's air supply in his lungs. Um, and I guess well think about Superman the movie he puts the kryptonite around his neck and puts him in the pool so yeah he would have drowned eventually 
Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. Dude, don't hassle the golf. I I, I right. get what you're Never saying, right. Alex. I get your reference. Don't, don't hassle them. I don't like many people are going to get that. The, yeah, anyways. Hey. Stellar start, right? I didn't watch. It wasn't, that, it wasn't bad. He's been... Uh, He's been he's been uh, what they they call it benched in the uh, NFLs. <laughs> that that pretty much works. So he can get his bearings. Pretty much works. Uh, the whole being benched thing is pretty much universal for any sport. I think it's just NFL. Yeah, okay. And uh, it's weird. I haven't heard a lot of news about the Oilers lately. What's up with that? Is there is this a bye week for them? Which sport are we talking about, Alex? Uh, yeah, because they, uh, yeah. they're a hockey team in Edmonton. Oh, I thought they were a football team. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly did. I thought they were just replaced by the Tennessee Titans. They were. Well, you're, you're, you're right, right about that. Too. What? I'm saying... <laughs> that's not how this, seg- that's not how this segment this... works. This is over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't be right about something about sports. Oh, the illusion... Well, you were right and wrong. There was an Oilers in football, and there is an Oilers in hockey. And I guarantee you there's probably an Oilers in the Canadian Football League as well. I'm... Although they have like, there's like eight teams in that league, and two of them have the same name. <laughs> Are they both the Fucking Maple Leafs? Canadians. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like the Rough Riders or something. I don't know. There's We have some Canadian listeners. Let us know. Yes, please. And please don't tell me you watch CFL. Oh man, and that's my sports news. <laughs> All right, it's time for Neem News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Scott, take it away. Okay, so I'm going to start with a little bit of movie news here. The trailer was released for Ghost in the Shell. Oh yeah, dude. So I was less than impressed with what I saw unfortunately Uh, but you know we'll see I'm always up for high concept sci-fi action Uh, I feel like we've seen a bunch of these movies recently though with uh, with Scarlett Johansson no less with like Lucy um, Aeon Flux that was was quite a ways ago like some of the Resident Evil movies um, with uh, Larry Croft Salt. Um, I didn't see that. Which Is that okay? Eh, it was okay. Um, just where the 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 woman super assassin, I, I guess Tomb Raider. She's not really an assassin, but um, it's kind of the it boils down the same thing. Remember, remember La Femme Nikita. La Femme Nikita. Uh, Point Point of No Return, them. which was the American remake of that. Yeah, uh, I love both of those movies. Yeah, which I guess I mean it. I, I guess in a way there's no different than any time it's the same movie with a dude. It's just they don't stick the dude in a cat suit at any point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's the, the major difference. Uh, but uh, yeah, it. I, you know, I, I don't know if I'll. Well, I'll have, to, I'll have to see more trailers once it gets a little closer here. Yeah. Yeah, the trailer for that. You'll watch it. I'll probably watch it at some point. I'm not saying I'm not going to watch yeah. it. Yeah. I'm saying I don't know if I'm going to run right out and see it. Uh, and then and there's the whole whitewashing thing go along with it. So there's some some, some controversy uh, yeah. 
with that. Um, I honestly don't know where I come out on that. Uh, I, I yeah, it's a, it's a big budget movie. So they're going to go get a big, big budget star. Um, that said, I, I don't think there's any reason couldn't get, uh, a Japanese actress for it. Uh, but you know, there, there's, I know there's some really good ones out there. Um, but yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, I, you know, maybe this will be, there'll be so much of a backlash on this that I mean, it's kind of a lose lose situation here. Like, um, if the movie does big business and makes a ton of money, they're not going to want to not cast white people on things. If it does horribly, they're not going to do some, do a movie where they might have done it anyways. So it's like, uh, damn if you, damn if you don't. Um, but, you know, so I, go ahead. I think our problem is we start need to develop uh, these actors, right? I mean, give them the smaller roles. I mean, if you like, if you look at Scarlett Johansson's career, I mean, she's in like Eight Legged Freaks and she, right, and independent films like Lost in Translation. Some of those roles, ironically enough, Japanese movie, like <laughs> they got to start developing these. <laughs> you got to get them in young the- Japanese actors. Get them in the people's eyes. So when you do spend your hundred fifty million dollars. You have a name, right? That people will. Yeah, I guess. And... I guess. It, yeah, from organic standpoint, yeah, they they need to start just casting whoever like works for the part, not the white person that works for the part. I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the the right person, not the white. Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> but I mean, on that same note, I you know I, I I'm not going to feign like I'm outraged about this because you know right. I guess we're just all kind of used to it. Um, you know, I, like I said, it would have been nice to see I, a Japanese actress get it, but I, yeah. also, and like I said, I Scarjo is yeah, Scarjo. So yeah, and I know nothing about Ghost in the Shell, so but I hear it's a Japanese property. It's supposed to be a Japanese character, so yes, it sounds like it should be cast as the Japanese actor. But they spend a lot of money on it; they want to get their money back. I understand that side too, so that's why I think you got to start lower down and to start we need to start hell we need to start developing just all american actors because i guess our actresses are okay but who plays superman who plays all these characters <laughs> damn damn brits, brits and australians yeah. damn and yeah i <laughs> damn people on their damn islands taking our jobs our jerbs well at least chris evans is american yeah right yeah thank god captain america's american <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We, we, and it's, and we make we say it's a white thing, but it's not even that. Like if you look at like Idris Elba plays a, a lot of times you play an American guy and he's British, or uh, the guy in Walking Dead, what's his yep. face? He's a British Rick guy. Like, Grimes. Just America's. We're not developing actors right now. <laughs> we've got a. We've got a. Seems drought. like anyway. <laughs> huh? Maybe, maybe oh, that's British. it. Yeah, we need to start what? stop outsourcing our acting jobs. <laughs> yeah. Took our jobs. But I do like the fact that we do allow our great characters to be played by the person who's best suited to do yeah. it, right? Like, I think th- they never cast an American to play James Bond or be in a Harry Potter movie or anything, right? So well, that's racist. Yeah, <laughs> just, I don't know. It's racist. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting better about some things. Like, I think there was like some buzz about like you mentioned Idris Elba, like him being the next Bond. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen now. Oh, he's British. That was that was a while. Yeah, he was but British. That would have been yeah, so. great. 
So, anyway. Anything else? You, said, you mentioned Zootopia, oh, yes. maybe? So, something? yeah, then a, a quick review. Um, so, watch Zootopia. Uh, stop me if I mentioned this already, but the uh, it's I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's nice that Disney Studios has got their act together again. My animation studios. Um, Seriously. You know, all the stuff that's come out has been good. Um, not necessarily like anything that's in my top anything, but uh, it's been solid, solid work. Um, Zootopia had some some really cool things going for it. Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend Idris it. Elba. It de- did have Idris Elba. <laughs> guy, guy gets around. Uh, yeah. Um, a little bit of stunt casting in that one with uh, yeah, a little bit Jesus. with the uh, Justin Bateman. Uh, he's I mean he's all right, but he only has like one speed. <laughs> So it's just like I'm listening. And that's Teen Wolf. Yeah, I'm just listening to Justin Bateman the whole time. So, uh. look at Banner, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's Lego Batman you're talking about. <laughs> well, Michael is Justin Bateman. Yeah, okay. yeah, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, after Wreck It Ralph and, I've, I've, and I guess Frozen was okay, and then this. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to what they do next. And that's coming out this weekend, right? Isn't that Moana? I think that's a Pixar. No, that's uh, is that Disney. Disney? Okay. Yeah, I get kind of confused it on like awesome. the the line there between the two. Yeah, they're starting to blur a little bit. Disney's starting definitely starting to catch up to Pixar. Okay. Um, yeah. well, all right, uh, Alex, do you have any? News reviews here? Yeah, a little bit. I've been playing a, a video game review, Gears of War 4. Um, short review, the story's okay. The gameplay's same old, same old, honestly. It's really the environments and the special effects that are really, like, I'm really impressed by. Especially, like, there's a, there's a raining scene, and you see the dots of rain like fall on their armor and then it trickles down their armor like almost everyone. I was very impressed by that. Okay. So yeah, if you're a hardcore Rain fan? Gears of War fan. Yeah, hardcore Rain fan, get this game. Now if this is your first installment to Gears, you should definitely get it. It's really cool. If you're a hardcore fan, you've already bought it. And uh if you're just tired of Gears of War, then this is just the same old thing, honestly. I'm enjoying it. Yep, I'm gonna finish I, it. Yeah, I second everything you said there. That's good. Okay. Uh, you get to kick robot balls, though. <laughs> That's a plus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any any other items, Alex? Uh, was I supposed to review something? No. That's all you got. Uh, uh, okay. What about you, Jeff? Any news yeah. reviews? <laughs> um. Yeah, I saw a couple movies in the movie theater. I saw Inferno, which is the latest in the Tom Hanks. Oh, that's right. Da Vinci Code series. Who, who was was it? Uh, uh, was it the woman from Rogue One? Was yeah, was okay. the woman from the bus. She's my new girlfriend. She doesn't know. It. <laughs> <laughs> the, res- the restraining order says no, no, but I say yes, yes. <laughs> She's my English muffin. She doesn't know it yet. <laughs> she's, she's hotter than those soft Australian things? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
strong. <laughs> that being said, tea and crumpets. <laughs> the movie's pretty awful. Uh, she can play in my didgeridoo all she wants. I, I don't know. I don't think she's an Aussie. <laughs> Does Tom Hanks have a horrible I haircut? He's an Australian. Well, I was reversing the no, he... the the English muffin commercial because she's British. And oh. anyways. Okay. Um, yes. Does Tom Hanks have a horrible haircut? He's terrible. No, he has normal hair. Uh, I think it didn't stand out as being bad. So I think he has a normal haircut. Hanks. Uh, it's if so. I always those movies are bad. Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons, but they're kind of fun. So I like them, and you get to go around the world and see stuff. This movie is just dumb. <laughs> I did not like it at all. Uh, other than um, what the hell, Felicity Jones? Uh, Felicity something. I think um, you're right. Yeah, and Tom Hanks. It's t- Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks, but it's just it's a bad story. So I don't recommend seeing that unless you've seen the other two and you just kind of like that type of thing. But it's this is worse than those two. And the second one had fucking Obi Wan Kenobi jumping out of an airplane with a fucking parachute and a bomb or <laughs> something. That was pretty terrible. Correctly, so, 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 so was, do you know if this was based on a, th- a third book? Is there if there's even a third book, or is this like a standalone movie based yeah. on the property? No, it's like based on a book by Daniel Brown. Okay. So not Daniel Brown, uh, <laughs> James Brown. <laughs> no, is it Dan Brown? No. Yeah, Dan Brown. Yeah. All right. So technically, hey, you were right the first time, listener Daniel. <laughs> he was in our. Oh, uh, I forgot to mention him in our Facebook thing. We'll do that after. Okay. So yeah, don't recommend that. I did see Arrival. Not to be confused with The Arrival, starring Charlie Sheen. But the backwards Arrival. legs. The backwards yeah. legs. Where, where he was stressed no, up as Gordon Freeman. Yeah, exactly. No, this is Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker, the people that I recognize from this movie. Um, I definitely recommend this. It's sci-fi thinker. It's definitely not Independence Day. It's not any action. It's more like a slow-paced contact. If it's slow-paced kind of... contact, Jeebus age. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a it's a lot better than contact. There's no Jake Busey. <laughs> and... Oh, that's a down. <laughs> and Boo, and the aliens no actually Busey. are aliens, not her father in disguise. So small uh, moves, Ellie. Are they allergic to water? We're gonna watch it. We won't say anything about the plot. Just something you should go in fresh. Just watch it. I highly recommend it. Um, that's it. Okay. Uh, I think that does it for our news. That wraps up this week. Um, but next week, we're going to be talking about Return of the Dragon. Bruce Lee. You have dishonored my awesome. family. Prepare to die. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.
cut all this out. I will. <laughs> but now I got to write this time down. And this time. And now this time. And this time. And this time. <laughs> all right. They just spin the earth the other way around. <laughs> Well, no, that's funny. Now I can't include it because it's not part of our time. So, <laughs> put it at the end as All a right. joke.